Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Hello and welcome to episode number 85, Reflections and Observations with me, Amy Rowlandson. This is the 12th episode that I have done and I'm going to be covering episodes 79 to 84. So that's The Five Senses with Simon Pollard, Time, Energy and Money with Anne Wilson, A Life by Design with Manmeet Chowdhury, Wealth Building with Kevin Whelan, Take Control of Your Life with Justine Kirkham and Julia Weatherall, the Property Sisters, and The Power of Forgiveness with Nigel Risner. So first up is The Five Senses with Simon Pollard, a real sort of deep dive into our five senses and nature. And something he said very early on was that it's, and it's so true, is that he said, when you walk outside, you take a deep breath and you don't even realise it. And I can't believe it because I've been, ever since we recorded that podcast, I go outside, take that lovely breath of fresh air and it just catches me because it reminds me of that conversation with Simon. And had he not brought it to my attention, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. And it makes you think, what else do we do and we don't even realise that we're doing unconsciously? I'm sure there are lots of things. So often we do take our senses for granted and I found this podcast a timely reminder to slow down and appreciate what wonders surround us every day. And Simon reminds us that we belong to the environment, that it's part of our DNA. But how often do we get outside each day? I often challenge myself just to get out walking around the garden for a bit in between working because We can find nature everywhere. You don't need to go to the countryside, the woods, the mountains. You can reap huge benefits from nature, just going to your local park, any green space, or even your courtyard garden. Because the importance is that nature heals. It works wonders for the senses and for the mind. And poor mental health has been linked to isolation and detachment from nature. And it's a topic that Johan Harry discusses in depth in his book, Lost Connections which I highly recommend. And he uncovers the real causes of depression and some unexpected solutions. It's a really interesting read and it does challenge what society thinks about depression and anxiety and the impact that nature can have on us. Episode 80, Time, Energy and Money with Anne Wilson. Now I've known Anne for just over a year and a half now and it's her purpose in life to be as awake and as present as possible. And if you've ever spent any time with her, you will know how much energy she gives out. She is phenomenal. She's like a Tasmanian devil with a huge amount of energy. And for Anne, money is the key ingredient that enables her to be awake and present. And she said that we all have time, energy and money and how we use that to create the life experience we get to live is obviously through choice. So time, energy and money comes in so many different forms and it means different things to different people. What do time, energy and money, what do these elements mean to you? 
For me, my time is spent focused on educating and learning and sharing these learnings with others, whether that be in the form of podcasts, coaching, mentoring, general education. My energy is devoted to ensuring that everyone I come into contact with, including myself, are become and live the best versions of life possible. And for me, money is an enabler. I believe that by offering value out to the world, I'm rewarded handsomely for this in so many ways. In Anne's book, The Wealth Chef, I don't know if you've read it, but Anne talks about the importance of routine, environment, freedom and choice and how they have all intertwined to create her life experience. She talks about debt and debt is by far the greatest financial burden on the average family. Consumer debt is the single biggest cause of stress, heartache and pain in our modern world and it's cited as the number one cause of fights in relationships. Now, debt isn't necessarily logical. Trying to implement only logical solutions to an illogical problem doesn't work. A person in debt must participate in their own rescue. And we can define our own destiny by mastering the greatest power on earth, our own minds. So choose to live your life at cause, take responsibility for everything in your life, good or bad, and as a result, know you have the option to do something about it. Less than 5% of the world's population know that you are financially free when you have a large pot or a large enough pot of assets to earn you money for you and provide you with the income that you need without having to work. And should you then continue to work, it's from a choice, not necessity. Anne says to forget the old recipe of getting a good job, working hard all your life just to get by and hoping that there'll be some money left at the end of it to live the life of your dreams. Well, that model is broken. And it doesn't necessarily work for the majority of people. And I want to throw into the mix that you can live your dream now and create the financial freedom, as well as having that pot in the future. But you don't need to retire in the future. You can retire sooner than that. And turned herself into a self-made millionaire. She teaches people to keep, invest and grow their money using her extensive business skills. She is incredible at explaining it in a straightforward, jargon-free, fun approach. And last September, I had the privilege of Anne inviting me to speak about property at one of her wealth conferences at Heathrow to a room of there's about 350, 400 people there. And it was an opportunity for me to share what I'd achieved from understanding the difference between assets and liabilities and how I had become financially free. Now, I spent three years up to that point, it's now just over four, learning how to become financially free. I had been financially illiterate up until that point and to turn my whole understanding around of debt and liabilities and assets, I had to become financially literate. And I did that through reading, going on courses and networking with those who had already achieved what I was seeking. When you believe something with certainty, conviction, power, it manifests in life. And this is a difference between hope and certainty. Some people don't believe that they'll find love, they won't be rich, they, they won't be successful, and therefore they're not. They're negatively manifesting their life. Now you can do the opposite to that. You can be a positive manifest. You can think about what you want to achieve, what you want to have, what, who you want to be, because you have that choice. You are the creator of your own world. 
And as a really famous quote says by Henry Ford, whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. Now, I want you to take this on board because the power of your language and what you say every day is fundamental in how you live your life. Your language, inner language, outer language, what you're saying, what you're writing, what you're thinking, it all adds up and you and only you can change that language. And as you are the only one who can change your language, you're also the only one who can create your own wealth. Being self-aware is key. If you're focused, disciplined, committed and determined, and you believe in what you want to achieve, you can make it a reality. Now, I use journaling, I use affirmations, I talk, write, think, dream positive thoughts about what I can achieve and how I can achieve it. And I've also recently been introduced to a streamless journaling technique, which is to wake up and just write out exactly what it is that's, that's coming into your mind. No editing, no filtering, just writing it out. And it's incredibly powerful because what happens is you notice that language that is happening in the, the unconscious, what is just coming out. And by writing it, you're giving it attention and then it becomes less important, ironically, because it's out of your mind. And so you can then focus on your day, having got rid of all those thoughts because you've acknowledged them, you've written them and just leave them in that journal, separate journal from your affirmations journal. So in order to reach a goal, it does require effort. It does require discipline. It does require time and it does require an open mind. And becoming financially free is, involves all of those steps. And you have to know why you're doing it. It comes back to the why. Why do you want to achieve what you're looking to achieve? What will happen? What will you, what will you feel? What will you have? Who will you be on that journey and when you've achieved those goals? Now, Anne says that the goal is not to become rich in order to be free, and I agree with her. It's actually the other way around. If you choose freedom now and understand that you have all the freedom in the world already, which is the freedom of choice, then you are free. Who would you be? What would you have? What would you do? What would you contribute to if money was not an issue, if you could have it all? So whatever you choose to do, and it is a choice, and it is your choice. Set yourself on a path with a step every day, one step at a time, always stretching those possibilities. Thinking like Jeff Olson, how he says in The Slight Edge, what's uncomfortable today will be comfortable later. And as Anne says, you've got two paths to choose between. One is easy, one is difficult. And she says that the easy one is actually difficult and the difficult one is actually easy. The easy path it's a path of no challenge, no growth. It's the one where people say, I would have, if only, the path you've already chosen is a difficult path, the path of taking responsibility of your life. So create the life that you want and create it today, a life worth living today. This is why I say, have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. If you take responsibility and you take action and you can choose the life you desire to live. Moving on to A Life by Design with Manmeet Kaur Chowdhury. Manmeet and I spoke at the same event back in September 2018, and we've kept in touch since. 
Her work is fascinating. And as a keen Dr. Martini fan, I wanted to explore more about what she does. So I invited her on the podcast. I didn't know her story. I didn't know just how difficult life had been for her and what it was that made her realize that there was a solution. If you haven't heard this episode, I won't say any more about that element of it as it will be a bit of a spoiler. So what I'll pick up on is on the title of the episode, A Life by Design. Life was the word that came up more than any others in this episode. Usually people is the highest used word in the majority of the episodes, but this one, life dominated the conversation. The pivotal moment for Manmeet was when she understood that there are two sides to life and that life is like a magnet, that you always have those two sides, you can't separate them. And once she understood that, then she could move forward knowing that she was always going to experience both sides. We talked about also how often people compare their lives with the lives of others and the impact that that has. It was President Theodore Roosevelt who said that comparison is the thief of joy and indeed it is. We often think that the grass is greener, that others have it better than us. However, when it actually comes to reality, when we see what other people are really going through, then we realise actually, how does it serve us to compare with others? The only productive comparison is with ourselves. Who we are today compared to who we were yesterday. That's a fair benchmark test. Same experiences, same starting point, same nature nurture scenario, same education, same environment, same priorities, same values. You seek to grow, learn, and become a better version of yourself and focus your attention where you can make those changes and improvements. Put those blinkers on. Stop comparing yourself to others. Focus on your own priorities and what is important to you and you alone. It is a life of your own design. It's true. You can design your own life. How will you choose to design your own life? Episode 82, Wealth Building with Kevin Whelan. Kevin is on a mission to encourage people to stop trading time for money under the illusion of security that it gives. He encourages them to instead build assets, to work hard for a period of five to seven years, which will then set them up for the rest of their life. This is a plan that I support and have actively engaged in myself. On the 30th of September 2016, I set a date for my husband to retire, which was the 30th of September 2019. I missed the deadline by three days, as he actually stepped away from his role on October the 3rd, 2019. Hey, what's three days in three years? We're now continuing to build our assets and are no longer reliant on trading time for money. When we do, it is from our own choice, as I mentioned before in Anne's episode. It's all about choice and freedom for us. We have the opportunity to choose how we spend our time. I choose to help people design their own lives in a way that allows them to live a life of purpose and meaning. Gosh, there's a lot of connection with these episodes today. Kevin's mission was triggered by the sudden death of his father, never wanting to be at the mercy of circumstance again. Taking control of his future, Kevin set out to construct a life of security for him and his family He now uses his learnings to apply to his wealth building techniques and talks of the seven pillars, your own home, pensions, investments, property, business, intellectual property, and joint ventures. How many of these seven pillars do you have in your life? 
Which one could you start to explore more to start building your own wealth, to start wealth building? So, so far I've talked about the five senses, time, energy and money, a life by design, wealth building and taking control of your own life and take control of your life is the next episode with Justine Kirkham and Julia Weatherall. These ladies are a tour de force individually, so imagine what happens when you combine them. They reached out to me months ago and wanted to record the podcast, and we actually initially recorded them separately, and then it dawned on all three of us that we should have recorded them together, because that's what they're doing, they're working together. So that's what we did, we re-recorded it. We had a few issues on this particular episode with Julia's Zoom connection and her sound wasn't great, but it needed to be released still because the episode content is fabulous. Their message of taking back control is a powerful one and it resonated with me so I know it will resonate with many others. I've already received messages so I know that to be true. At what point do we choose to allow things to build up before we then have to take back control to move forward again? It goes back to the expression, often when you're in the frame, you don't see the picture, and it's so true. Julia and Justine had drinks together one Christmas, and they set a plan together to change the status quo, to move forward, and a plan that was gonna change their lives forever, and change their children's lives as well, providing opportunities in abundance for now and in the future. They are incredible role models for their children, And for those who seek to follow in similar footsteps, those who also choose to carve out their own life in their own way. We may all be members of the Property Sisters community. We're all taking control, but these ladies are actual Property Sisters, carving out their future, taking control of their lives. My final episode reflection today is episode 84, The Power of Forgiveness with Nigel Risner. I remember reading It's a Zoo Around Here back in 2016. It's a really short book, but it's a good one. It highlights the differences of personality, particularly in how people approach business in the work environment. Lion, monkey, dolphin, or elephant. You're likely to identify more so with one of these four personality types over the others. It's interesting to know who you are and also to recognize the traits of others because it does make a difference in how you communicate with people. When I am presenting or speaking to a room, whether it be in person or on Zoom, I'm aware that there are different people in the space and seek to meet their differing needs. Some need to be calmed down, some need attention, some need facts and others need nurturing. It's a tough ask to meet all of these needs at the same time, but as long as there are moments within your communication that speak to all four, you will deliver better and your message will be heard. Nigel talks of the importance of listening in communication, and I agree. When you give more space to a conversation, it evolves into a deeper one, where you can get much more information from the other party. They benefit, you benefit. Just take these podcasts as an example. Guests share so much, because I actually say very little. I listen, they speak. The final point I want to touch on is Nigel's biggest teaching, which is not communication. It is forgiveness and the power it affords us. Nigel speaks of the emotional baggage that we carry around with us and how if there was a physical representation of that, 
We wouldn't tolerate it. We wouldn't carry around with us all the old food from last week's shop that was out of date and rotting. We buy fresh food, put it back in the fridge and use that. And we throw away old stuff that hasn't been used or is not of any purpose to us. And what a great metaphor that is to explain how liberating it would be if we just let go, if we let things go, forgave ourselves and forgave others. If you don't, you're a prisoner, a prisoner of your own mind, he says. Who could you forgive today or what could you forgive today that will liberate you and enable you to focus on your own strengths and your own priorities that you have in your life? What difference would that make to you? And there are my reflections and observations for this week. Curious to see how many repetitions in the construct of, of life, wealth building, taking control, forgiveness, being more aware of our senses and the energy that we have. They all have intertwining messages that will make a difference to our lives. That's it for this week's Reflections and Observations. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star Apple podcast review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of my inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.